0: everybody welcome to another episode of nerds with friends my name is cody leach i'm joined by christian garcia happy thanksgiving if we're spo- can we
1: still call it that what does it call it happy all it happy ha-
0: indigenous people slaughtering day yeah
1: happy eat food day yeah
0: <laughs> um yeah so hope you guys all had a wonderful thanksgiving uh, last week and i hope none of you shopped on black friday because you're part of the problem <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised Black Friday is still a thing. Like yeah. I would think with online shopping, it just like just have people do it there.
0: Well, I think what it comes down to is uh, there's still a lot of dumb people out there, and
1: but the re- they're out there all year long, Cody.
0: <laughs> well, I know that they just come out of the woodwork to, around the holiday time. The thing, the reason why I say that is because like if you look across all the big manufacturers like or uh, retailers like Target and Best Buy and Walmart and stuff, they've all already started their Black Friday like seasoned sales right yeah. so but there's still going to be a shit ton of people coming out on friday like oh where are the deals at well i'm like well they're sold out because they've been sold for a week so all the smarties got it before you the only thing i can Fucking imagine is people person. like
1: lining up for ps5 still
0: yeah i mean i guess they're
1: still hard to get right i stopped carrying one yeah they they're,
0: they're still hard to get for sure um even the xbox series x is still hard to get the series s a little bit easier fun fact i just bought a series s refurbished for halo for halo (laughs) yeah baby so uh should be getting that hopefully within a week um
1: gears of war would be the only one that might get me to do it yeah gears
0: gears of war and halo halo are like my two favorite xbox or if they ever do another fable which i think they might that that might be a cool one um that was always xbox exclusive well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys had a, a good Thanksgiving. Um, thank you for liking and subscribing, clicking the little notification bell button down at the bottom if you're on YouTube, or following us and subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all those sites. We do appreciate it. Um, it's the best way to support the show. You can uh, you can also support us by becoming one of our patrons. Going to Patreon.com. It's the season of giving. So you know, give us the money. Yeah, you know, help us uh, have a very nerdy Christmas. You want that only fans to happen? Got to yeah. buy props. Exactly. Butt plugs. Yeah. Beard, well, I mean, more stuff. butt plugs. More butt plugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and in the since the holiday season is officially upon us, uh, we're going to be talking about some nerdy gift ideas uh, this episode for the nerd in your life. Some fun little Christmas, Festivus, Hanukkah trinkets whatever you know kwanzaa if you're a kwanzaa guy um you know uh, festivus festivus for the rest of us uh so we'll be having some of those after the break and then we're also going to be doing a a review of ghostbusters afterlife which we both saw um and um and then of course nerdy confessions like we always do so pretty packed episodes so strap in we're going to be talking about some nerdy shit Let's start it off like we always do with some nerd confessions. Nerdy confessions, where we confess things that make us nerds. Christian.
1: You know, I had one, and then I switched it because we were talking about it before the show. But so, my nerdy confession that made the missus watch Sleepaway Camp.
0: Sleepaway Camp.
1: It's uh, one of those awesome 80s horror movies yeah. That probably would never happen today. Big dick. old
0: twist at the end.
1: You know you know what was crazy is that she's usually very good at calling things early. She's like, oh, like, that's the killer, or that's the person, yeah. or this is going to happen. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Just, just enjoy the movie. Just, okay, you're smart. I get it. <laughs> we get it. We get <laughs> it. it but, like, she did not see that one coming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hard to see <laughs> that one coming, for sure. <laughs> she
1: did not see the mangle. of spoilers. Where's the spoiler button? It was a mangled dick. I yeah. mean, it wasn't the mangled dick that did it, but uh, so it was a... Oh, I mean, what would be the proper... T- she never said. Well,
0: her, she would be a trans person. She'd
1: be trans. But, I mean, we never really get to hear if she wants to be referred as a as a girl. Yeah, I know. It was forced upon her.
0: I know. So Gender politics leaking into 80s horror movies. Yeah. I, I wonder... <laughs> hmm.
1: See, that's the problem with the movie. That's the real horror stories. No one asked her what her pronouns were.
0: Yeah, the whole... <laughs> The, uh, yeah, the kind of the big twist at the end is that the little girl who's been with them the entire time is actually a little boy who's been made to dress like a little girl. Yeah, and so there's a boating accident in the beginning.
1: And I thought, like, at the end of the movie, and because the penis is so messed up, I thought, oh, maybe it was an accident and they had to, you know, force her to be a girl so it would just make sense. But no, that was the, that was the person's real real penis. That was not aesthetic. Nice. That was not, like... You know, part of the storyline. <laughs>
0: that's not part of the storyline. It's just that you yeah. just had an unfortunate I mean, dick. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't exactly remember.
1: I paused it a lot, <sighs> not for the dick, but for the mask. I was like, "Dude, that's a great mask of that girl on that guy." Because yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, "Dude," I was like, "They didn't have CGI like that back then." So I was like, that's pausing true. and looking at it, and of course, I was looking at the dick too um, because it looked really, it looked weird. Go back and watch it; it's a yeah. weird
0: dick. Yeah, it's a whole weird scene. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad I'm glad she enjoyed
1: it. Yeah, she was just like what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should be the twist at the end of all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies now. It's just like nah, I'm just kidding. Dick.
1: He has a dick. He has a dick. <laughs> or she. She has a dick.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Or um... he doesn't have a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, or he doesn't have a dick.
0: Oh a twist. We're like, that's not a twist. <laughs> it's just a weird weird storyline.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot I just forgot rewatching how many fucking creepy guys there were a bunch of a lot of old perverts, like pedophiles, trying to get at the camp girls. They like, do, like, they were parents were okay with letting their kids just be there. And yeah. I mean, I get that they're acting, but still, like, I don't know, I'd be uncomfortable with
0: my kid. Yeah, man. Know. The 80s were a different time wild time. Lots wild, of cocaine. Wild time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Uh, my nerdy <laughs> confession. Um, I, here, I'll do a couple rapid fire ones um, because for once in our life, there's been a shit ton of content coming out. Uh, I haven't
1: seen Hawkeye if that's what you're gonna mention.
0: Well, I'll, I'll mention that real quickly. So in the past week, I've seen Hawkeye. The first two episodes dropped on Disney Plus. Oh, they did too. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wow. did too. Nice. Uh, so far, very mediocre, but hopefully it'll pick up a little bit, right? Um,
1: Falcon Winter Soldier kind of started like that too, right? I
0: exactly. So uh, you know, I'm not gonna judge it too harshly. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is out on Netflix. I've
1: only seen like a quarter of the first episode.
0: So you watched the opening credits?
1: I've watched. Actually, yeah, right after that and right when they were, like, uh, I guess going through that warp thing. And then uh, I was like, oh, I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed. Sure.
0: Uh, What I will say real quick about Cowboy Bebop, uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really worth watching if you're a fan of the anime. Or if you're not, it's got great soundtrack, action, comedy in it. Um, I was hesitant because I wasn't sure if it was going to be good. But I I was actually pretty pleased with it. Um, I think... If you're a fan of the anime it's different enough where it's you, you don't know exactly what's going to happen next you know you can kind of guess some things um but it's faithful enough to the anime where it's like there's certain episodes that they just straight up redo from the anime so very good i i really like john Cho as spike and i forget the guy's name who does who is jet black but he's great like he kills it. he's probably the best cast he's person. the captain Yes.
1: Yeah, it's he's, it's the uh, the bad guy from uh, Luke Cage, um, the yeah, Jamaican guy. One of the bad guys. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's been in a bunch of stuff. I think uh, I think he's going to be a really good up and coming actor. Well, I mean not up and coming because he's been in several shit things now. But you um, can say shit
1: on the show. It's fine.
0: Well, he's been in several shit. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> he's been a lot of shit. He's been in several shit.
1: He's been the shits.
0: Many of a singular thing. Um, but be Bebop, very good. And lastly, Wheel of Time. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, you told me. I, it keeps popping up. I, I keep meaning to watch it, but there's so many.
0: First uh, three episodes are out, or four episodes by the time you're listening to this will be out on um, Amazon Prime, and it's really good. It they've again they've changed a bunch of stuff because like the, they're trying to do the whole first book in you know first season, and they're I mean they're like Brandon Sanderson slash George R. R. Martin sized books. Um, so real thick boys. Is this Amazon's first original show? No, not at all. No? Because I
1: know they were doing The Dark Tower, which fucking bummed me out because I heard they filmed it and it sounded amazing.
0: No, they've, they've done quite a bit. And
1: they're doing Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, they're doing Lord of the Rings. Um, they did the, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, which won several Emmys or whatever. What? They've done, uh, the new Jack Ryan movie with Jim from The Office is also very good. It's not not a movie, it's a series. That was a good one. Um, yeah, they've done a bunch of stuff, uh, and I think, generally speaking, they're hitting more often than Netflix is now, which is pretty cool.
1: Oh, another good show that you should check out: uh, Thirty Coins on HBO. Treinta monedas. It's uh, takes place in Spain. It's a uh, it's a cool enough horror um, show. Yeah. I, I've been. It wasn't as good as Midnight Mass,
0: but it's, okay. it's entertaining. Okay. Okay. I've also heard there's a new one on Netflix called like.
1: Like ghost something you're talking about the the uh, the it's Korean new Korean one that's a hellhound
0: hellhound hell ghost hellhound I'm okay pretty sure. that one is supposed to be pretty good um it's they're saying it's uh about the same popularity as Squid Games so far Ooh. which is and and people already want a sequel so there's too much stuff there's too, too much stuff holiday season they keep giving it to us and we'll keep taking it but yeah Wheel of Time Cowboy Bebop and what was the other one I said hellhound uh, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. All good stuff. Check them out. Lots of good stuff. Speaking of good stuff that's coming out, um, we're finally getting into that holiday movie season. Um, and one of the ones that, you know, we've had a rough time with movies recently, right? Like James Bond. I, did you ever see James nope. Bond? Nope. It was all right. I'm
1: forbidden from watching it because the missus is pissed off. At Like anytime we go watch a movie, it's like... Ten commercials for that Bond movie, and then yeah. they have the Bond video game from your cell phone, yeah. and they'll play on repeat. So I'm, I can't watch it. Bond
0: James Bond. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't anything fantastic. Um, then there was uh, Eternals, which was like meh. We if you uh, it was very meh. Our uh, two episodes ago, we we talked about that one. Very meh. Um, Black Widow was also very meh.
1: I, I, it was it was better than Eternals. better than Eternals. because it had uh, some like really funny stuff. Um, the sibling rivalry was yeah. awesome. It for me, it was just Taskmaster It was just terrible. I couldn't get right,
0: over it. and also just the time that when it took place was also like strange. So we, we've had a kind of a rough time with movies lately, um, but luckily that time has come to an end because we just saw Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, the new one. Directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, director of the first two movies. Um, he actually grew up on set of the original ones. Um, it, like, spoiler-free warning or spoiler-free review of it right now is definitely go see it. If you're a fan of the original, like, two movies or even the first one, just the first one, because this is primarily a sequel to the first movie, um, it's it's great. Like, I.
1: I- I would say it's after the second. I mean, it's obviously after well, the second. Well,
0: well, yeah, but the storyline is, is has
1: to do related to the first one. Yeah, exactly yeah. to the first one.
0: So, if you if you did not see the second Ghostbusters at all, you wouldn't be lost. No, right. But if you haven't seen the first one, you you'd be a little lost. I mean, they do enough kind of recapping so you can kind of get it. But um, I mean, who hasn't seen Ghostbusters, right? Uh, but would you say? worth watching. Yeah,
1: for sure. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. I was glad I was so happy to watch in the big screen. Yep. Um, I guess if we're not doing, if we're doing we'll do spoiler free yeah, spoiler, it was great. Um, that little girl, uh, is an amazing actress. I want to see her more stuff. She, yep. She was great.
0: I thought, I thought all the kids were great. Yeah. I, uh, the, uh, stranger the, things. the kid named podcast, shout out podcast. <laughs> Dude, that kid was hella funny. Yeah. Um, stranger kids thing. He's always solid. The only one who like, I, I feel like didn't really bring a lot to the table was, uh, uh, Roller Derby Girl.
1: Oh, uh, the love interest.
0: Yeah, love interest. She was like, she was very much like the Winston of the, of the group. You know what I mean? She's black. Is that what it is? No, I'm just saying because <laughs> like she didn't. Add, she's had a couple funny lines here and there, but she didn't add to the overall no, like you, chemistry. In fact,
1: you could have cut her out, and it would, the movie yeah been it would have been fine. Yeah, she,
0: just like Winston. Sorry, <laughs> no. Ernie. sorry, Ernie Ray Hudson. That's his name, Ernie Hudson. I, I believe so. I, I think, know. I think I'm. Com- Combining him with Ray Parker Jr., who wrote the song, the <laughs> Ghostbusters song. All right, so go see it if you haven't. Uh, now we're going to jump into some spoilers and go over some of the deeper stuff. So, spoiler alert, coming at you. So, before we get into spoilers, I should say I got to see this in 4DX. Have you seen? Have you no. seen anything in those yet, Mm-mm. dude? It was fun. Really? So, 4DX is a new like movie format where it's. Uh, Kind of like D box if you've ever seen those D box. Yeah, they took those ones. away. I actually enjoyed D box, where it kind of moves and stuff. It's like D box on fucking cocaine. Oh, um, so it you sit in the the seats, and I will say the seats are not as comfortable as like luxury loungers. I mean, they can't because they move around, um, but they're in groups of four, kind of like like a uh, like a Disneyland attraction or something. And um, they have these little platforms where you put your feet on, and I mean, like this thing is like freaking shaking you all over the place it's
1: also i'm assuming when they were driving in in the oh
0: dude it was like like you know if you're taking a sip of your soda and it cuts into a car chase dude you're spilling your soda all over you um also like they'll shoot smoke out from uh like near the screen stuff if something's smoking on screen like from your
1: chair onto you
0: no like from the different sides of the theater and then there's like there's like strobe lights that go off up on the uh, near the ceiling if like they're using the proton packs or something like That's that. That's awesome. And then they'll even like um, at, at, remember at the end when uh, when the guy gets torn in half, ripped yeah. in half, like they shoot water at your face. It's like oh, I get splattered by it. It's it's really fun, man. It's very much. Which like,
1: which theater has these seats?
0: Uh, the one by Stonestown, the uh, Regal Cinemas, the new the one. ones. Ones will ha- generally have it. Yeah, which is it was a nice theater too. Like I enjoyed it um but yeah man it was re- it was really fun it's very much like uh honey i shrunk the audience if you remember that from disneyland where like like when the ants would run by they'd hit your legs with stuff they have that kind of stuff going on that's
1: creepy I yeah don't know if i'd like that it's
0: cool man it's re- i don't really think fun. i'd
1: like the wet thing i'd be like oh someone just fucking spit on me what the fuck so, th-
0: so there's like a button where you can turn off the water stuff where that's smart yeah, that's but, fucking smart but come on man if you're gonna go you might as well fucking go all the way
1: all right. I get grossed out easily. I don't know, like with that kind of stuff. I don't know. Someone could have like put something in there. I don't know. My mind goes to weird yeah, fucking I mean, places.
0: You hope so, right? <laughs> Hopefully, it's real spit. Yeah. You know? see? <laughs> um, so yeah. So this movie takes place uh, far after the original movie does, um, but it's definitely a um, it's definitely a continuation of the first movie's storyline. So we're dealing with Gozer. We're dealing with Zool, You know. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man uh, makes an appearance. Um, that,
1: that I will say, was the only thing that s- uh, slightly annoyed me. They were trying so hard to make these things as like toys for kids. Oh, like, to go 100%. Like, I was like, all right, I get it. They're cute and they're small. You know, well, I mean,
0: whatever. I had hella Ghostbuster toys back when I was a kid. But so. did you
1: have any of the Stay Puff?
0: No, that one was too expensive. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. He, he was out there, though. He was out there for sure. Um, so kind of the premise of the story is that Egon from an asshole. Uh, he like abandons his family and buys this uh, farm out in the middle of nowhere in Ohio or something like that. And um, like his family, uh, he he ends up you know dying of natural causes. Um, and his family inherits this farmhouse, and he you know so they go out there and they're digging through all this stuff, and they're broke, so they're just trying to salvage this house as best they can. Um, and come to find out that. He went out there because um, uh, I don't know if you if you remember this or not, but they mentioned the guy. I forget the guy's name now. They
1: mentioned him as the architect of the building of the, in the building in the, in the first, first movie, movie yep. right? I we, forgot his name too. They said his name.
0: Shandor. Shandor. That's what it is. Shandor. And I
1: watched one and two yesterday. Should remember.
0: Yeah. Um, and he's uh, he's basically trying to bring uh, Gozer to our plane of existence, and you know who knows why because he's evil and whatnot. Um, No, he
1: said, uh, so, spoilers, so, uh, towards the end, when um, Gozer comes back, and he's, like, in this, like, you know, snow-white coffin thing or whatever, and he he gets up, and he's like, you know, me and you will rule this, you know, this planet or this world together, and then she she just rips him in half, like, no,
0: no thanks. Yeah, and that's when they splattered us with water is when they ripped him in half. Also, when when the dogs would come out, they would, like, shoot mist in your face, like they were slobbering on you so cool um and uh yeah so it's it's a bunch of kids doing most of the ghost busting but Paul Rudd's in there and like I, I love Paul Rudd he steals every fucking scene that he's oh, in yeah. it, it, was, it was cool to
1: see him play a scientist and not be a dum-dum like yeah you
0: know, yeah exactly he's still he's still like you know a Paul Rudd guy you know um but he's making all these funny jokes and stuff he he was amazing um the
1: interaction between him and the little girl was hilarious right where right. she like knew as much as him if not more and he's like why do you know that you know like- yeah yeah exactly
0: <laughs> he like i know what a seismic map looks like he's like oh of course you
1: do <laughs> <laughs> like why well, do I, I assume with a child not know that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly although i thought it was really like i mean obviously it was funny in a film but like in real life when the little girl presents him with the trap the ghost trap and he knows because he lived through it right. he knew who the ghost were he knew what that was and he like you know he thought it was just like a replica which would have been fine but when she tells like no this thing is real he's like oh well, we gotta open it yeah. like why would you do <laughs> like he's a smart guy like he knows like we shouldn't open that like yeah but he's curious
0: i mean i get that too i, I science is science is badass and rock and roll but <laughs> you say? Yeah, yeah science is dangerous yeah science is, flirts the edge of danger now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I would want to open it, but I'm a fucking idiot. Like I'm not a scientist. <laughs>
1: like I probably would have opened it.
0: Yeah, that was so funny. Um, yeah, not not a great idea. Um, and I love that he put the podcast in the car. <laughs> it's like, or the <laughs> the big
1: ass school bus. He's like, yeah. all right, rip it. Like turn it on. <laughs> yeah.
0: What one thing I have I have a bone to pick with every movie that tries to display what a podcast is. <laughs> Like Wait, you
1: th- tell me you didn't like a Godzilla with Oh the- <laughs> dude.
0: I was so mad oh, at But King God. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, that's what it was. King Kong Godzilla. Yeah, like a lot of people just don't understand what exactly a podcast is. My, it's my I- dad is one of them. He, it's either, he has no idea what I do every Wednesday. I feel
1: like they usually paint podcasters as like like guys who have yeah, they, no it's, followers. It's or, like
0: it's like the news but they're like, you know, talking to themselves
1: or what. It's either that or if you've seen uh I only seen part of it, what Kevin Smith did uh with, with the Walrus movie. Like they're yeah. either like super rich and like
0: make a shit yeah, ton of money. Full production value, full, yeah, like Joe like,
1: Rogan like, style. Yeah, or like what Kevin Smith has, like, all right, dude, you've never been like an indie yeah. broke ass podcast. Like but yeah, it is it is interesting. I also
0: got a bone to pick with celebrity starting podcasts, like or YouTube channels. Like Like Brie Larson when she started her YouTube channel, like she has a YouTube channel. Yeah, That was a big deal, and like she was doing like workout tips and stuff. I'm like, you're fucking Brie Larson. Shut your mouth. Your (laughs) workout tip is you get paid to work three months out of the year, and you get paid millions of dollars. So you You just gotta show your
1: face, and you know some of us have to grind out here (laughs) and get followers and listeners. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Considering you know selling pictures of our bodies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like we're we're like this close to like jerking off on camera, or
1: jerking each other off on
0: camera on camera yeah exactly the audio from that's going to be terrible for our audio <laughs> listeners <laughs> no slower <laughs> uh yeah you know it it's so this a kid who calls himself podcast which i think i think he was super funny and his character was great he really plays like the the role of ray in the movie um where he's like super enthusiastic and like almost too much so and um but like like he's constantly like narrating like like a movie like she she's she gazes off into the distance unsure of what's to come and it's like that's not what a podcast is (laughs) depends
1: if he's doing an audio drama but then again one would argue that it's not a podcast but he
0: also he's also doing like research it it's fucking stupid it's not the kid's fault it's not his fault it's just whoever wrote that role did not understand you're like yeah he's just a kid who's weird and is always recording stuff (laughs) all right fine um, they so they uncover like in Egon's old barn, they have the Ecto one, which was awesome. The Ecto one had all sorts of upgrades that we never got to see in the other movies, like the, the gunner chair was super sick, yeah. And the, the uh, RC trap, remote the, control car trap, yeah. Well, I guess it's not a well, yeah. No, he had, he had like a little uh, you know, um, it was like a RC car with watching the
1: trap that on. scene with the car and the gunner in like the uh, the drone trap. I was like, that would be a fun video game. A three oh, yeah. person like video game where like one is driving, one's the gunner, and then one is the uh the right. trap. Like that would be a lot of fun.
0: Right, right. That would be that would be really fun. Um
1: even like if it was like arcade style, like that would be dope. I don't know if you could make a whole full video game out of that, but that's true. It would be fun to play.
0: It would be. Maybe like at a Universal Studios or something like that. They could have like a ride. But like uh, Disney
1: that. doesn't own it because if Disney did that ride, right, that'd be fucking dope. That'd be fucking sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of Just the few, it, Disney. One, it's one of the few things that Disney doesn't own. Um, so, and we do get cameos from the original remaining Ghostbusters at the end. Um, a little bit more of Dan Aykroyd. He's kind of in the middle as well. Um, well, he wrote the,
1: you know, the movie someone, he wrote the idea and then some, someone took it and just made it better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it was cool seeing all of them kind of suit back up and like, they didn't totally look like they didn't want to be there. You know, like well, uh um, Bill
1: Murray looked like he didn't want to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he's he still had some fun little lines and stuff. Like uh you could kind of tell he was probably got into it on like the uh, towards the end of the day of shooting or whatever. Um but yeah, it was fun seeing them all back. They had a nice little uh, pay, uh tribute there to Harold Ramis at the end. They fucking CG'd him. He looked great. Like freaking Tupac style. <laughs> and I think honestly, like that was that was a great way of doing it because he's a ghost.
1: I was actually really happy they didn't speak. I thought that was uh, right. It would have been a little bit weird if you spoke. So right. I, I did. I did enjoy it. And It was awesome. You know, the little girl finally got to you know, like meet, deuce, her meet her grandfather. You know, he helped her out.
0: Yeah, like when when she's holding the proton pack on on Gozer, and he let you see the hand grab it. I'm like, oh, like I, like fucking tears start welling up in my eye. I'm like, it's Egon. I love him. <laughs> I thought they did a really good job of paying tribute to him and having all the. Other Ghostbusters kind of say goodbye to him, kind of thing. I thought that was all really, really well done. Yeah. Um, Gozer, we should say, was, it looked like it was Olivia Munn. I'm pretty yes, sure it was. I'm pretty or, sure. N- no, not Olivia Munn. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Gozer got hotter. Gozer's <laughs> super hot. She was hot in the first one, too. That's, I said hotter. I didn't say yeah. like she's hot now. Yeah. It's like, I'm down for that weird, sparkly, and drow- yeah, <laughs> androgynous it. look.
1: Bring over that. No, it wasn't a mohawk. That flat top. Bring yeah, that over Yeah, flat here. top. <laughs> Remember those bloodshot eyes like yeah exactly i'll be your key master someone blew coke in your face or <laughs>
0: dude uh the the key master and gatekeeper w- with paul red and and the mom was super funny oh yeah <laughs> when, <laughs> i love that
1: they basically said that they smashed but they were trying not to say that they right. smashed but like they third base it. at least
0: I think yeah. they said. <laughs> um i thought it was funny how like she like she like you know pulls off her clothes and has that sparkly dress that Sigourney Weaver was wearing under it. And he's just sitting there with like cut off jean shorts (laughs) and like his hair is all messed up and his shirt's unbuttoned.
1: I also enjoyed that. They used some practical effects for the, uh, for the dogs, for the dogs. Yeah. 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 It wasn't all just CG.
0: I thought, yeah, I thought it all looked really good. Like let's do a quick comparison to this compared to the piece of shit that came out in 2016. (laughs) Right. So the ghost. You're gonna
1: get so much hate for that. You're gonna get. I didn't say I, anything. <laughs> I
0: don't care. Women don't belong in movies. I'm just kidding. Um. Well, let, let's let's. It come, had nothing to do with the women. It was no, just, no, no. It was no. just bad. It was like, just poorly indi- written. Poorly individually,
1: executed. all those ladies are fucking hilarious. Yeah. we've all and, seen them in things. And Paul
0: uh, was was his name? Paul Feig, the guy who uh, directed that one, I don't who know. did bridesmaids. Like bridesmaids was just hilarious.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know where the ball dropped on it. I, yeah,
0: it was just really, really bad. Um, I think a big part of it um, came from, like, that the 2016 movie just kind of ignored the original Ghostbusters. And, yeah, they had, like, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and uh, Bill Murray in it, but they weren't playing Ghostbusters. So it's like they tried to ignore it completely, what happened in the beginning. And you didn't really have – what one of the things that made the original Ghostbusters so good – You have these four actors, right? You have, you know, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, and Harold Ramis. They're each playing their own different character, right? You have, you know, Dan Aykroyd, who's like super overly enthusiastic and excitable, he's just like super into it, super enthusiastic. You have Bill Murray, who's basically like too cool to be there the whole time, but he makes all these like sly little uh, one off jokes and stuff in the background. You have uh, Egon, who is all business, all business, super serious, super dry, and that's what's funny about him. Yeah. And then you have Ernie Hudson, who's just a normal dude who's just trying to pick up a paycheck thrown in in between all three of these guys.
1: And- you know that was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. That part was written. Oh for- my
0: god, that would have been amazing. <laughs>
1: that would have been. It would have been definitely like R-rated. Yeah. Uh, it would have been. Oh fun.
0: my god, yeah, that would have been so good.
1: Eddie Murphy would have been, or
0: even like a Richard Pryor. He was still you know, yeah. pretty active back then. Well,
1: I mean, so was it Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and, um, Eddie Murphy were all in SNL. So yeah. he had written those parts for them. And right. then for whatever reason, I think Eddie Murphy just got too big, too probably. big,
0: too fast. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so they, they were each their own character. When you look at the 2016 movie there, every single one of them is like jokey, McJokerson, Jokerson constantly trying to, you know, make f- hilarious, funny jokes a hundred times a minute. And that doesn't work. Because you don't have any sort of, like, back and forth. They're all, like, the super funny joke person. Also,
1: you you can be funny in different ways. Like, uh, Egon was fucking funny in both movies. Right. But yeah, it, but he's
0: not try- He's not making one-liners no. and doing, like, a bunch of, like, zingers and stuff. No, like, like,
1: like that. I was just watching the second one where uh, he's testing out if um, people's emotions affect physical things in rooms. So, like, you have a couple, a divorced <laughs> couple that's fighting, and yeah. then you have a girl with a puppy. And, like... Uh, Sigourney Weaver's character is asking about Bill Murray and he's like oh has he been asking about him and he's like no and then he takes out his little reader he's like like
0: trying to scan her yeah. to see and I'm like
1: dude that's fucking hilarious yeah. like he was trying to read like to see if he can get like uh, an emotion from or her or like
0: when it, when Janine's, Janine's like so you know what do you like to do for fun he's like I collect various spores and funguses yeah and you saw those in the in this movie, right? Oh Did no! You, so in it in that cabinet in, down in his underground research lab, there's just a bunch of different spores. That's and fucking hilarious. No, I, I was like, that. "That's great." <laughs> That's no, so yeah. Great. I mean,
1: there's another time like in, it was in the. I remember the second one more because that was the yeah. last one I
0: watched, but. Ego uh, the Carpathian. I fucking, I be, I've heard people
1: shit on the second. I fucking love the second one. The yeah. second one's awesome. I like both the
0: original ones. I think the first one maybe I like a little bit better, but I thought they were both very good.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, Dan Aykroyd adds Egon, or I asked him like, "Oh, didn't you have any toys?" And he's like, "We had a toy." He's like, "Yeah, what do you, We had a, a, a slink, we had a part of a slinky." Yeah, it's like I straightened it. I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, like exactly. it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And he's not. He's like you know. You can be funny in different ways. Right.
0: A hundred percent. And that's what I think the 2016 um, movie failed at was that they didn't make those characters weren't individuals. They were just all like you know improv jokers. You know what I mean? And it's just like that's not what made Ghostbusters great. This movie, Chris on Hemsworth the, was
1: funny, but which one? I'm Chris Hemsworth.
0: He was pretty funny.
1: We're gonna uh, sound so misogynistic. We're not. But to do
0: it with the ladies. Well, well he, here's the thing, though. This movie, the main protagonist is a girl. Yeah, and she wasn't trying to. In fact, well, she was trying. She wanted to make friends. She, and She wanted, wanted to be funny. She's socially awkward, just like Egon. And like one of the funny things that like they had her do was like she had learned a bunch of like stupid jokes. You know, really dumb jokes. And it was like, funny.
1: They were funny because how bad they were. Yeah, like,
0: exactly. Like you know, one of them was like you know. Why don't you ever trust an Adam because they make up everything?
1: Yeah, I've heard that one yeah, before. Yeah, right.
0: So stupid jokes like that. And and so it's funny because she's a dry, socially awkward nerd, but then you have you have the uh brother who's like, you know, just trying to get his dick wet at the at the <laughs> local drive-in, right?
1: I was going to say Cody, he's a child, but De- they, that's what all
0: Definitely boys the are definitely to the do. Bill Murray of the group, right? Then you have uh, podcast, who is a hundred percent Dan Aykroyd, Ray stands. Even had the little hair a little bit. He had the yeah the hair the sticking up hair. He was wearing the same goggles that Ray wore yeah. in the in the original one, and he's like super juiced about everything. He's just like a hundred percent in. And then uh, like I said, we have the Ernie Hudson, the the, dr- the girl from the drive-in. Um, I Guess not a drive drive-in. Was oh,
1: this roller something roller? He, yeah, restaurant.
0: The, yeah, you know like I, I guess it is a drive-in restaurant like Sonics or whatever. Um, and, you know, she's just kind of like this, the, the normal person thrown into this wacky world, you know, kind of dealing with it. So it's not like they were doing anything revolutionary, but they still had a, a female-led movie that was hilarious, paid tribute to the original one, and did some new stuff in it, too, you know? So, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was very well done um, and a, a fitting tribute to uh, Harold Ramis. One thing
1: I wanted to say is they got very lucky – when when they were when the equipment was in locked up in jail, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, how do we get it out?" and they're like, "Oh, the trap," and they get Muncher out. I'm yeah. like, Muncher didn't have to eat those bars to get out. He could have just flown out as a ghost. Yeah, because he was flying through things. Like they got very lucky that he ate that thing.
0: That's true. <laughs> that I mean, was like the one I was like, "Well, that couldn't have worked." Like, I mean, if you're gonna have a ghost that eats metal you're going to have that be important to the movie. You know what I mean? He's trying
1: to murder those children. Shot fucking <laughs> essentially bullets at them. Yeah,
0: that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go check it out. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Definitely worth watching. If you love the originals, you'll love this one.
1: The one cameo we didn't see was Slimer, which...
0: Yeah, it was, was a little surprising. Sigourney Weaver is in the after credit scene. There are two credit scenes, um, which I, I kind of mentioned to you, like they were cool because they gave us a little bit more of the original Ghostbusters, but they didn't really have anything to do with anything.
1: No. Well, the first one might suggest that there might be another movie. It kind of hinted at it. Yeah. Cause, so Winston becomes, um, a, I don't know, a successful businessman or a banker. Right? Yeah. I forgot what they said he was. But, you know, he's got money. And turns out he's been paying Ray's rent for his store because yeah. his store doesn't sell shit. And he's held on to the... Uh, the original the, firehouse. The original firehouse. And, and he took the car back. So. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, maybe we'll see some more in the future of him, like... Bankrolling the kids as they grow up, or something.
1: Or yeah, or a new team. Who
0: knows? Yeah. So yeah, I'm down. How easily
1: do people forget what the Ghostbusters do? Save the world twice, yeah. and people still act like there's no ghosts.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, that was in, that was in the '80s. That's some old shit. I don't care about that.
1: That's, but it's it was just like like even in the second one, like oh, it was five years later. Oh, you save this, you save the world. Whatever.
0: That was five years ago, man. Not <laughs> shit's happened since then.
1: Ghosts aren't real. I just saw like a hundred foot <laughs> yeah. giant walking marshmallow, but whatever. No big deal. Yeah,
0: exactly. I know. You, you have to suspend a little disbelief, obviously. No
1: one taught these kids about the events in New York. No <laughs> one remember. No, no kid were taught that the Statue of Liberty you was never, walking.
0: You never Googled your grandfather's full name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You didn't know he was an important man. A little silly. But yeah, go check it out, guys. Let us know what you think. Um, we're going to take a quick little break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk some Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. And we're back. All right. Tis the season, Christian. Time to buy some gifts for your friends. If you're nerds like us, you have a bunch of nerd friends. So um, we thought it'd be cool if we could go over some fun, nerdy gift ideas for uh the nerd in your life and we'll cover a variety of like categories too um i think i have two (laughs) you have two categories i have
1: two categories and mine is going to be like a game for cody so when it's my turn i'll I'll let you know how it goes okay so
0: okay so so do we not want to do like one bounce back and forth okay let's do it so uh i kind of i kind of ordered them in price okay um so they go from pretty cheap to you know somewhat expensive first one i got uh these things i i found on amazon so if you like us you you have too many comic books let's be realistic not an, not a true too many too many not a thing entirely too many they're overflowing um And if you're lucky enough, you have some, uh, like, CGC-graded comic books, which are in the hard plastic. Generally, they're, like, vintage books or, like, high-profile books that you have them graded and slabbed. You could technically get anything slabbed, but, yeah, yeah. ideally people only do the (laughs) important ones. Right, exactly. Um, Ones that, you know, are pertinent issues and stuff like that. So I found these. Uh, I thought this was a cool idea for displaying those ones rather than just keeping them in a, you know, comic book long box or whatever, but these are called X float X then F L O A T um, clear floating shelves for displaying comic books. Um, And so basically you, you mount these little shelves on the wall and they basically clip into the CGC uh, plastic case that's around it. And uh, you can display your comic books up on your wall. I thought that was a cool idea. It sounds like a cool idea.
1: But me, I'd be like, okay, sunlight's getting in here. It's going to bleach my comic books. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to get them damaged.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want to put them in direct sunlight. Um, Now, I will say, Christian, if you are worried about that, there was another company I saw while researching it that has UV-resistant plastic. They're much more expensive. I bet. So this is a pack of six for $20. Reasonably priced very reasonably priced those oh, other ones the level? those other ones were like 40 bucks for like one yeah makes sense there they was they got cheaper as you bought more of them so you could you know get a deal but um you know if like i would put them on a wall that's not facing a window you know what i mean um and then you can see them
1: even then you're just leaving them out for someone to steal
0: you know i'd be i'm actually surprised that cgc doesn't like do a uv resistant yeah you think they would yeah.
1: specifically for the money you pay to get it yeah, exactly
0: well, once it says it on there, who cares if the pages get worse? The box still says they're good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a cool idea. They're called X Float Clear Floating Shelves. You can just search like CGC Comic Mounting, um, and they'll they'll have like you'll find a bunch of different uh, ways of doing it. I so thought these ones were. David some had
1: ones. some like that. His Opus, I think he has some at his new. Page. Yeah, David for it. A- people who tell us my brother
0: yeah his brother um i've also seen um if you're into collecting like vinyl they make similar things for records too yeah you know you mount mount them up they're more like picture frames um but you can mount them because cool album covers cool comic covers
1: see i got nieces now and i'd be afraid i mean they're not going to be tall enough to grab it but you know you don't watch them they get a chair they can grab it
0: put them up high you worry too much
1: (laughs) Investments, man. I got some expensive ones. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not saying you put Amazing Fantasy fifteen up there, yeah. Christian. I'm talking like you know, like some of your more fun ones, like some of the X Men ones or whatever. You yeah. know I need to get some. Got to put stuff. them on display. They don't do anyone good sitting in a dark box. They do
1: me good. They make me happy. No.
0: They'll make you more happy when you get to look up at them every day and be like,
1: "That's oh, true. Yeah. I would be happy if that. I could see Amazing Fantasy."
0: Shit. All right, what's one for you?
1: All right, so I got a little game for Cody. Okay. He has to figure out if it's an actual gift toy well i guess they'll both be gifts if it's an actual toy or a sex toy
0: oh nice okay i'm done all right
1: all right first one i'm just gonna mix them up i'm not gonna do them in order uh magic hand
0: mm,
1: that sounds like a sex toy for that, sure that is a sex toy yeah and it's exactly what you, is it like this yep it's yeah, exactly, you... cody fucking bought one is what it is <laughs> yeah. um but I, I mean, I guess I was gonna be like, well, everyone has hands, but then I so was like, that's not fair. Not some everyone people, has
0: tiny rubber hands. though. That's you know. I guess they can. Flex. Like look at
1: these, you want these up there?
0: Maybe. No, not yet. You have to little not practice. To, not to start off. You know. You got to put one finger in like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> yes, that is uh, one finger
0: like prom night. Yeah.
1: There you go. So yes, that is a sex toy, and it's exactly what Cody said. It's just a hand like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was just like, just use your own hand, save the money. But yeah, some people. Yeah, you
0: want a different hand, you know.
1: Then I was thinking, hey, some
0: not everyone has hands. That's not fair. That's true. But
1: then how are you going to hold
0: the hand? I've, I've seen people get creative with their lack of hands as well. I bet. Know? Yeah. Or lack of legs, for that matter. There's a lot of weird shit on the internet, Christian. <laughs> I'll just put There's that up. There's something for everyone. There sure is. All right, next one for me. Um, this is a game that I've been playing. Uh, I've played quite a few times this year. And um, I think it's it's a really fun game for people who are just trying to get into like board games and get out of your, your classics, like your clue, trivial pursuit monopoly. If you want to start branching out a little bit into some more complex stuff, get yourself a copy of munchkin. Um, and there's a lot of different versions. The one I picked specifically here was the Rick and Morty version of munchkin, which I thought was really, really fun. And essentially what it is, is it's kind of like a, um, it's a monster battling game where each person is a, is their own character essentially. And you're drawing these cards, and each card either has a monster on it or a piece of treasure on it, and you have different abilities that help you battle monsters more and more. And you're trying to level up to level ten faster than anyone else at the table. Um, so it's obviously a little bit more complex than that, but it's a really fun game. There's not a lot of setup to it. It's just like a couple decks of cards, and then like you know, uh, like one dice for for rolling occasionally. Um, but really fun. The Rick and Morty version is only 15 bucks on sale on Amazon right now, 1423. Um, but they also have, I, I actually bought the Warhammer 40,000 version of it. I think there's Disney versions of it. There's like all sorts of different versions of Munchkin, but really fun game. And it's a good way to kind of like dip your toes into like a more complex, uh, like board game, tabletop game. Um, but you don't have to buy a bunch of extra stuff for it. Um, and, like, anyone can pick up the rules after, like, one game, and they'll, they'll kind of get it. So, really fun game. Have you ever played Munchkin? No, I want we'll, to. We'll have to play it sometime once you get furniture at your house. <laughs>
1: still, guys, still. No furniture. <laughs> What's next for you, Christian? All right, all right, all right, so you have to Is it going to be a toy? Okay. Sex toy. E.T.'s finger.
0: Oh, boy. Uh... I mean, (laughs) come on, Cody. I initially want to say sex toy, but I think that's going to be a bait and switch. I think it's a regular toy.
1: It is a bait and switch. It is a toy. Yeah. But I think it could be used as a fucking sex toy. Because look at this thing, dude. What the fuck
0: is that? Oh, my God.
1: It's like, what were people thinking when they packaged it? Finger glows when pressed. It's like this big for podcasts. I know that's amazing. But it's it's about a
0: foot. Yeah. It's 9, definitely 12 inches. From the 1982 original movie. Like that's a that's an original one. Yeah. Yeah. It look, for uh we'll put it if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see a picture of it. It's ribbed. Um yeah, it's all veiny. Um phone home but uh um, i think that one could be used interchangeably yeah i think, but ideally, I think that's,
1: a, that's a it was marketed as a toy
0: double duty for sure yeah I, I think i think you're i think you're right on that one um god damn it pretty good pretty, pretty good <laughs> how much was it on it was well it's a, it's the 80s it, it's original like a, so you like have to vintage one yeah it's yeah. a
1: vintage so who knows you're gonna have to go on ebay oh
0: yeah yeah uh look it up on ebay's i bet i bet they're going for some pretty good money what what is it? Knickerbocker? Knickerbocker <laughs> <laughs> That's what the uh New York Knicks are. You know that? The Knickerbocker? Yeah, they're the Knickerbockers. Oh. What's a Knickerbocker? Uh, you know, it I don't sounds racist I don't actually remember. But it was it's some old timey shit, you know? All right, well you look that up. Uh next one for me. Um I thought this is this is gonna be great for anyone who's playing D D. Like you could do this as they're not very expensive, so um for you could do it for your whole party for your um your D and D party. If you want, these are d and D spell slot trackers slash arrow trackers. So, um, they're essentially like a little m- magnetic, uh, board. I think they're like laser cut, uh, boards and they have little magnets to stick on them and they help you track your spell slots. How many spells you've used that day. Um, and you just like, once you use a spell, you stick one of the little magnets on it. I think it's really cool. Um, and it's, it's definitely good for people who have a hard time keeping track of that, you know, um, or maybe people who, like, don't keep track of it and are fucking cheating. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. They come in a variety of colors. I found it on Etsy. Um, and they were $15.50 uh, each, which is not too bad. Etsy
1: has a lot of cool stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. So, weirdly enough,
1: I'm on eBay for E.T.'s Finger. And I guess there's a cactus called E.T.'s Finger. Nice. But there's also someone on here selling a Cheeto-shaped like E.T.'s Finger. Rare. E.T.'s extraterrestrial ouch E.T.
0: <laughs> shit. $9.99 seems fair. <laughs> Very rare Cheeto finger. People selling Cheetos shaped like things are fucking high. They're <laughs> so high. No, if they
1: were high, they would have ate it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this looks just like E.T.'s finger, bro. <laughs> alright, what's the next one for you?
1: Alright, alright. Another one. It's called Big dick. Big
0: dick. I mean, again, I, th- I think this is, knowing you, this is a bait and switch. But what could it possibly be? A uh, sex toy.
1: No, it was a toy. It was a toy? It was God a damn, toy. It was I like, should have gone with my instincts. It was, like, from the 60s, and apparently it was, like, uh, one of those, like, miniguns that's, like, on a tripod or whatever. Nice. It was just called The Big Dick. Give those
0: give, give those commie <laughs> bastards some big dick over there. give them
1: the old big dick. Oh, my God. Chris. Just got to hit him with the
0: big dick. Got to hit him with uh, the big dick. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> the ne- next one for me, um, I actually don't have a picture of it on here, but you'll, if you're watching YouTube, you'll see a pictures of it. Um, and I'll put like oh, – I guess I need it, to find that one yeah, for you. Yeah, find me pictures of those and send them to me for the YouTubes. Um this episode but definitely one to watch. Check out our YouTube channel if if you're uh, listening to it because we'll have pictures of all this stuff. Um next one for me is uh it's a pretty selfish one um because like you guys know me I, I, I typed in big dick toy and it's not You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you you shouldn't I have wanted. done that at all. <laughs> um the next one for me uh is one step further, well probably a couple steps further past um Munchkin. This is going to be someone who's like interested in getting into the wargaming hobby, um, who you know maybe they painted a couple of miniatures and they're really getting into it. This is a big dollar one, big dollar amount, but I've been having so fu- so much fun with mine um, that I figured I'll put it on the list. Uh, Warhammer Warcry Red Harvest. Now, Red Harvest is the newest starter box for Warhammer Warcry, and uh, you guys have probably heard me talk about it a little bit. But essentially what it is, is Warhammer Warcry is a uh, skirmish game by the, the Games Workshop uh, using the miniatures from Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Warhammer Age of Sigmar is like their fantasy division. 40K is the sci-fi division. So this is fantasy-based. So, you know, we're talking elves, demons, uh, you know, dwarves, you know, tree people, that sort of shit. And... Um, it's not as crazy advanced as playing actual uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Um, so you don't have to build an entire army, you know, of like 40, 50, 60 models. Um, this one, um, it's you get a small you know, team or war band of about 10 to 15 models. And you battle against, um, you know, another friend. And what's cool about this box set, inside the box set, it comes with the game board, which is just essentially a big cardboard board comes with terrain that you you know plastic terrain that you build and paint if you want um that has like different like mining equipment and stuff and then it comes with two war bands one called the dark O savagers which are like like think conan the barbarian yep but they're these barbarians have like um pledged their allegiance to the chaos gods and stuff so they're just out there murdering people and then there's the um, Tarantula's Brood, which are like spider guys. Like they have uh, – they worship like a, a spider chaos god. So like some of them even have like extra little arms like dangling out of their torso. Yes. Um, and so it comes with two full war bands. It comes with all the dice you need, all the terrain you need, the rule book on how to play. So it's everything you need to start playing Warcry. Cry. And what's cool about it is, you know, um, if you get this set, You can start playing the game like right once you glue everything together. You can start playing right away. Um, You don't have to buy anything extra, but you can if you want. It's a good starting off point for anyone trying to get into war gaming, and it's much easier to grasp when it comes to rules than the the bigger versions like Age of Sigmar and 40k. That is two hundred and ten dollars. You know, you can just Google search it. It's it's uh, pretty much everywhere nowadays. Uh, But Games Workshop dot com is a good place to start that's who actually makes it it's another one christian
1: next one man eater
0: man eat toy
1: it's a sex toy
0: i think that's a toy
1: it's a sex toy oh man <laughs> dude but if you look at it, it actually looks like a toy look at that thing oh, yeah it does look like a toy <laughs> what do you do you put it up your butt no apparently you put the that thing's mouth on your dick and then you jerk off with it you can add lube huh it looks like a legit toy that looks like a little kid's toy. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not a very sexy monster. <laughs> Outer space waterproof vibrator. So maybe maybe the ladies put it on their you know, on their box. Maybe it's you know? both? I don't know. Yeah. The well, I think that's, that's the thing with vibrators. You can really put them anywhere.
1: Purple people eaters are so 1958. Forget them and say hello to our new alien overlord, the most adorable green monster sex toy you ever saw. With a vibrating, ferocious mouth of joy, form-fitting... See, this is where... I, Form-fitting and curved to fit many penises, not all penises, hmm. uh, with an easy grip body. Three speeds cycle through with them pushing on its belly. Oh, nice! His belly and it goes faster. Uh, this little space guy is not a sleeve, but slides along the shaft. Interesting.
0: Eh? Oh, man eater. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> now I'm really thinking. It's about... got three reviews, five stars. Wow! Fun. With reviews like that, who who would not buy it? <laughs> My God. Okay, last one for me, my most expensive one. It wouldn't be a holiday episode if we didn't, like, you know, shamelessly shill out to our favorite woodworking company, Wormwood. Um, I don't think I ever did this particular one for one of these episodes, but um, this is the uh, Magnetic Dice Tower gift set by Wormwood Gaming. Um, uh, The cheapest version of it is $228. Nice, which
1: is cheap for them.
0: So it's a little pricey, but here's what you get in it. You get a personal dice tray you know, for rolling, rolling uh, your dice in. It's got leather bottom on it, so real fancy. Um, this is made out of cherry, too. And you can get it in different fancier woods. Obviously, the price goes up for that. Then it comes with a dice vault, which will hold one full set, plus your uh, three extra D6s, I think, of uh, Dungeons & Dragons tabletop role-playing dice. In, in a matching wood so it's a, it's a little dice vault box and a magnetic dice tower which those are really cool um i don't have you ever seen mine in person no do tower? You don't know oh, because we, we play online so it's hard you haven't seen it but essentially what it is is it's it's all magnetic so it's really strong rare earth magnets that hold everything together and um it sticks together in a certain order to make a dice tower and the dice tower fits perfectly on the dice tray that comes with this so you've dump a bunch of dice into the top, and it rolls out and completely randomizes them and spits it out into the dice tray. So it's a complete set you need to uh, play a game of Dungeons & Dragons. And what's really cool about it, because this is magnetic, you disassemble it, and it fits inside the dice tray, or, yeah, inside the dice rolling tray, along with the dice vault, and it all comes strapped together with a leather strap. So it's like one little package. They call, like, the adventuring... So fucking nice. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Um, it's it's. I, I shamelessly bought myself one, um, though I kind of pieced it together. After a while, I didn't all buy it all at once. But if you have a friend out there or a loved one who is super into Dungeons and Dragons or any dice rolling game, so like Pathfinder, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, um, Gloomhaven, I think has some dice in it. Probably. I think
1: they're all six sided. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I almost bought that, but then. I was thinking about it for that price, and it doesn't seem like it, it has a lot of replay value. I never did
0: it. Oh yeah, yeah. They make they do make things where like you can get peel off stickers for Gloomhaven, so you can play it multiple times. But yeah, check it out. Um, it's really cool, really nice. And again, you can get it in different kinds of wood. So I mean, they have ones that go up to like a thousand dollars, made of like macassar ebony, which is like a super dark hardwood from like Makassar, I guess. Um, but really, really cool, really fancy, Um, and whoever you get it for it will certainly appreciate it. Get it for yourself. Who knows? All right, give me give me another <laughs> toy or sex toy.
1: I have I have two. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. This is the last one, right? Yeah. So I'll give you two. Silly sausage.
0: That is a regular toy. That
1: is a regular toy. It's like a bop it. You twist it and nice. All right, all right. Last one. Nailed it. Uh, la, 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 la. There's two, there's a couple of, all right, Bim Bim, the vibrating squirrel,
0: sex toy? Nope, regular toy. What? <laughs> <laughs> why would you want? Why would you want a vibrating squirrel? I don't otherwise know. I don't know. To put it I don't think I got a
1: picture of that one. But yeah, I mean, it lends itself. It's a rodent, you know. Yeah. It's, rodents are famously used for the butt. Yeah. It vibrates.
0: Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Richard Gear, Gerbil. What, what if that's true? At this point, I mean, it is. who makes that kind of story up? it's so specific it's not a hamster it's a gerbil it's not you know tom hanks it's richard Gere. you know like i don't know seems very very specific all right give me one more
1: one more one more all right let's see
0: balzac oh no that is a regular toy that is a regular toy. i had <laughs> one
1: A <laughs> balzac
0: yeah there was which,
1: it was marketed as like a ball balloon which yeah, it's so, still a it's still a ball so
0: here's what here's what a ball sack is and i actually I, there i went to they had a store in universal studios which is where i got mine uh so what it is is it's it's just an empty ball made out of cloth and then you take a balloon and shove it into this one little hole and blow up the balloon and it makes like a ball it's fucking stupid it's <laughs> <laughs> just blow up the balloon yeah well i mean but now it's, like, soft and it won't pop as easy because it's got cloth on it. I don't know, man. It is fucking stupid now that I think about <laughs> it, but I do remember it. Dude, that was
1: someone, like, high on cocaine yeah. that was an amazing salesman that just pitched that to someone and just made, like, millions <laughs> and of
0: dollars. And why dollars. are we calling it Ballsack again? It was
1: Ballsack.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ballsack. Like, the artist. That That's an artist, isn't
1: it? I don't know. All right. I'll do another one. Sure. Toypedo.
0: Toypedo. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. It's either a dildo or it's that thing that you throw underwater that, like, spins like a torpedo. That's exactly what it is. It's the That's underwater the tor- one? Yeah, it's the underwater one. Nice. torpedo. Although yeah. it kind of looks like
1: it could be sexy. I mean,
0: you could definitely sh- shove it up your butt if it's the thing that I'm thinking of.
1: All right, solar bullet.
0: Ooh. Well, okay, so I know that bullets are generally what they call those little... Little vibrators that they give the Japanese ladies, okay, with the remote control.
1: Only Japanese ladies are allowed to use them.
0: It's the only ones I see using them. All right, yeah, they they like have a they have like an extension cord coming out. Okay, I don't know. You know, Japan loves their electronics. Yeah, for sure. Or what was it called again? Solar bullet. Or no, I think it's just that. But I think it's solar powered.
1: It's exactly what it is. Yes. It's a solar powered uh, vibrator. Yeah. You you leave it charging all day for eight hours and then I probably gives you like twenty minutes or something.
0: <laughs> That's pretty well, you know, it's good for the environment. You know what I mean?
1: All right. I think the last the last one I have on here, Jack Boot.
0: Jack boot. Okay. I think it's a sex toy because you jack into it and it's shaped like a boot, like it's like a fleshlight, but in a boot.
1: You overthought it. It is a sex toy. But it's a paddle that you hit oh. someone with that it's it's flimsy, so it's not, like, stiff. But it's literally – it looks like the bottom of a boot.
0: Oh. So I guess, like, when you get
1: hit with it, it looks like you got hit with a boot.
0: It feels like you got kicked in the ass. Like, why don't you just use a regular boot? People are into some weird shit, you know? Like, don't We you don't mean, discriminate, but – Yeah, I mean, you know, more power to you. If, you. if you like, you know, some of these weird kinks, hey, I'm – you know, I'm all down for people, you know, getting the jollies off. You know what I mean? I think – I think you know more people should talk about sex and be comfortable with it. But goddamn, some of the some of the thought that goes into these things, I just, you know, maybe I'm just too normal or too like vanilla where I just I would never have thought of that. You know, I've
1: seen some crazy like actually cool looking like uh colored and shaped but also weird looking like mm-hmm. like they'll do like alien dildos. Yeah. Or like well,
0: they did a whole series of Avengers ones. Th- I, that's exactly. It's like you read my
1: fucking. Yeah. My mind was there, and it had all the colors and like different shapes, mm-hmm. and um, they looked like cool art pieces. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like if they were all displayed on a shelf,
0: like that's kind of awesome. Not gonna touch it, but yeah. it looks really cool. I'm just gonna smell it. <laughs> Yeah, I I know. I mean, there there are some you know, and there's some really fancy, high dollar ones that like look legitly nice. You know what I mean? You know they 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 all don't look like, you know. I know we shit on the flashlight a lot on this show, but like but right, I, is, like I get it. Like I I get that. You know, there's
1: no like. I was actually looking for like a a, a flashlight that I could put on this list for you. Yeah, but they they're all like uh porno stars names pussy and like, yeah exactly there's not one that i could have hit in there but none of them look elegant like like the dildos that you see that women right have. Like, they all like here it is
0: it's a tube so let's talk about gender inequality for a second here christian <laughs> you're right you're 100 right you know women get the nice the little bullet things where it's just like oh look at that cute little thing i just you know jam in there it's got a little bluetooth remote control very easy very discreet Whereas yeah, so you can guys control with the app? You yeah, 100 yeah, percent Or it's like nice slim, like silver like cylinder that's like got four different speeds, and if you have it on a shelf, it looks like modern art. Yeah. With us, it looks like we're fucking a flashlight. Yeah, it's all it is. Like, you know what it is? What is this over what is this gigantic flashlight you have under your sink? Oh, there's a pussy in it. You know what it is? There's prehistoric. There's like
1: ancient caveman dildos. Yeah. So women have been crafting these yeah. since the beginning of
0: mankind. Yeah, we've just been putting our dicks in like melons and shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's a fucking they're wet like, hole in the dirt. Then like, suddenly like 10 years ago, we're like, wait a minute. We have all this technology. Let's, they're more advanced than this, Cody. Let's, let's have more advanced stuff to put our dicks in. Yeah, no. They were crafting stuff out of like bones and yeah. stuff. Or, like, like men roots. have been useless for a long, long yeah. time.
1: I mean, well, we came with two of them. So yeah. we only use one. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so I gotta be hunting and like jerking it with the other yeah. one. Yeah, You Hear about what they do in prison, where they take like a they take a rubber glove, you know, like a latex glove, and put it in a toilet paper roll holder, and then you fill it with like wet toilet paper, and then they fuck that.
1: But that's, that's like a, it's like to,
0: a prison flashlight. Like that doesn't
1: sound appealing at all. It's, it's better
0: than a dude's butt.
1: I don't know if I've not had a dude's butt, nor have I had toilet paper, so I couldn't say.
0: Well, I mean, at least me thinking about it, I'd I'd do that before dudes, but I guess so. I guess it depends on the dude, right? <laughs> maybe maybe there's a really I don't know the really hot dude in there. You don't know, yeah. <laughs> oh my, Brad Pitt, what are you doing <laughs> in here? Yeah, I finally murdered Angelina Jolie and all the kids. Jesus Christ, bro! So they
1: bring that ass over here.
0: <laughs> what a note to end it on, Christian. Well, <laughs> we hope uh, we've given you guys some. Great ideas for your holiday gift giving, whether it's sex toys, regular toys, or, you know, any of the nerdy gift ideas that I gave you. Uh, Let us know which ones you liked the best. And also if you liked uh, Ghostbusters, what you thought of it. Um, If you like and subscribe, you can add a comment down on YouTube or on iTunes or whatever. Um, We do appreciate that, guys. Um, Thank you for listening every week. As well, And if you want to become a patron of our show and help support us, help fill our stockings, um, you can support us at patreon.com slash nerds with friends. Very easy to find, and we do appreciate you. And we appreciate – we're very thankful for all of our patrons uh, who help support us every month. That's why we raise your names up into the heavens. And who knows? Maybe if
1: we get more patrons, we can just create, like, fancy, artful-looking fleshlights. Yeah,
0: exactly. Of, like, our faces. Yeah. Like this.
1: Just – judgment looking at you as you jerk off just like (laughs) all judgy
0: yeah judgy with our mouths open (laughs) just like ah. why thanks for listening (laughs) to all the nerds out there (laughs) christian uh thank you for making this uh festive episode as dirty as possible (laughs) so what i'm here first with sleepaway dicks and then sex toys i appreciate that uh and to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.